Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles. This is Crystal Richardson. I'm actually here at LAX. We are on our way to Okinawa. And um, I wanted to just talk about where are we on our way to? That's the topic for today. Where are we on our way to? So this particular trip is a trip where I am going to be uh, with my husband. We're delivering dogs to our daughter who lives in Okinawa. Uh, They got married, her and her husband, and they've been there for about um, seven months or eight months or so, I kind of lose track of time, and we're going to deliver the, the dogs to them. But I'm also going to be doing some business over there. Hey, Tim, good to see you on. And what we're going to do today on the show is talk about life and talk about where are we on our way to. So, as I mentioned, in this particular trip, I'm going to be delivering some dogs, but I'm also going to be doing some business. So in anything that you do, wherever you go, it's important that you use those in order to uh, also make money. Okay, so there should never be any time that you're just going on a quote-unquote vacation um, because you can use that as an opportunity to do business and then you can write it off, okay? So um, any and every opportunity that you do have to, to further your business, to further your goals, you need to do that. Now, one of the things that I was going to do when I first got there was to put on a seminar related to business. And then I'm also going to be doing some surveys, uh, asking people some specific questions related to uh, some of what I've been doing lately with the Think and Grow Rich movement. And um, with that, this is a global movement. And so I wanted to just basically get some information on, you know, what do people really actually know about it? There's a number of other countries that they're going to be going to. And the philosophies that they teach are life philosophies. It's not just related to business or, or getting rich. And those of you who have been involved in it, um, a number of my followers, you, you know, uh, related to the principles of Napoleon Hill. It was actually written in 1937. But it is a philosophy of life, talking about relationships, talking about money. Uh, It does talk about business. It talks about the things that hold us back. Uh, One of the main things is fear. And there's a lot of people that even have fear uh, with doing Facebook Lives or doing anything related to kind of putting themselves out there. So I just wanted to encourage you today to to follow your dreams. And when you do do that, uh, hey, Jennifer, good to see you. When you follow your dreams, good things will happen. And I guarantee that. Because uh, what what do I mean by that? You have to do things that are not necessarily in your comfort zone, okay? Uh, Maybe a number of years ago, you would not see me doing a Facebook Live. You would not see me doing the type of speaking engagements and other things I've been doing lately. Um, But... Here I am about to go to uh, Okinawa, Japan, and do some of that very thing, okay? So we need to just kind of step out of our comfort zone and just go for it. Go for it. 
And everybody has a story. Everybody has something that they can give back in life, something that they can share with someone that will help them on their journey. And so I just want to encourage you to, to do that. Julia, good to see you. Uh, because the thing is, is that fear is one of the main things that they talk about in Think and Grow Rich uh, in the book. There's one section specifically on fear. And that is what holds a lot of us back from our goals. Everybody doesn't want to do business. Everybody does not want to to do speaking engagements or be a, a coach, okay? Uh, everyone doesn't necessarily want to even own their own business, but I can guarantee you that fear plays a big part in the fact that a lot of people don't reach uh, any of their goals in life or maybe some specific ones because of the word fear. So if there's any one thing that you can take from this uh, Facebook Live and from this show today, Soaring with Eagles, is to not let fear stop you. So let's talk about maybe some of the various elements of fear. Uh, hey, Georgette, good to see you. Some of the, the elements of fear. What causes us to fear? So one of the things I believe, and scientific research has also shown this, is that we don't want to fail. So there's the fear of failure. Fear of failure is one of the biggest ones because people don't want to step out there and then it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't make it. I didn't do whatever it was that was the goal that I wanted to achieve. And so I failed. But what you do is you learn from that life lesson. You learn from the life lesson and then you go on and you try again or you try it a different way based on the lessons that you learn. Another element of fear is a fear of rejection. Okay? So some people don't step out and do things because they, they feel that... Um, if somebody rejects them, then that's just like the most horrible feeling. But, you know, get over it and then try again. All of these things need to be where we have a life lesson out of it. OK, uh, another element of fear is that you may do something that causes you to lose money. OK, so you don't want to go ahead and make that investment. You don't want to to put money towards maybe some training or maybe toward a building that you want to buy related to real estate because you might lose money. Well, again, if you never try, then you're not going to know if it was something that would actually have worked. And sometimes things do work. A number of the things that, that I've tried in my life, I know that uh, I've had, I have had fears and I've had to use them as learning opportunities because sometimes things don't always go the way that I, I think that they should go. But I tell you one thing is that uh, I've been able to do a lot of things in my life and people are like, you know, how did you learn to do that? Or, or how did you how did you do that? Part of it is just stepping out and doing it, stepping out and doing it. So, again, another word of encouragement for you is to just step forward and go. Steve uh, Harvey has the term jump. And if you don't jump and if you don't jump at the right time or when the opportunity comes, then again, it's something that may never, ever come back again. OK, so we want to make sure that we take all of those opportunities and and make something uh make something impactful out of it. Now, another fear factor. Okay, let's see what if we can think of some other fear factors. Hey, Marion, good to, to see you as well from, from Norway. We're talking about fear factors and we're talking about where people are going. And I can tell you, if you don't step out and just try, then I can tell you where you're going and where you're going is basically where you already are. It's not to say that you're not going anywhere, but you're going to basically stay where you are in your comfort zone. So let's get out of the comfort zone. Let's look at what fears we have and really analyze those and see 
what is the big deal? What is the big deal as to why we don't do some of the things that we know that we are actually capable of? So uh, we talked about the fear of failure. We talked about the fear of losing money. And then we talked about the fear of rejection. Uh, and if there's any other fears that some of you all that are watching that you can maybe type in as a comment, then we can maybe look at some of those and see what, what you think. But if I try to think about another thing that fear does to us is that it basically, it actually paralyzes us, okay? And so if I had had a fear of traveling, um, then I wouldn't be able to go all the different places that I'm going, I've, I've been in my life, okay? And uh, uh, some of you may know that are close to me, it's not that I have a fear of flying. I mean, I've been all over the world. I think I've, I've counted up maybe 25, 26 countries. We're going to Japan today. I've been there a couple times already. But I have some things that happen in my body related to, I don't know if it's some neurological thing or what, but sometimes I do have anxiety attacks. But do I make that uh, stop me from, from, from flying? No. I have where I have to have a bag of ice, a bag of ice, a bag of ice that I put on my neck and I put it on my ears and that cools me down enough so that I can basically be frozen. I have the air on like really high and then I have my bag of ice and then I'm good to go, okay? And and I'm able to, to fly. But if I don't have that, sometimes I do end up having an anxiety attack. I mean, I've had to have oxygen on a plane before several times because of that. So I found out what helps me is to only drink water like about two to three days before the flight and then make sure that I have my bag of ice, okay? So figure out what it is that you have a fear of or what makes you not able to do the things that you know that you can do in life to be impactful and to lead a more impactful life and, and find a solution. So that's what I did with relation to flying. And like I said, I've been to over 25 countries a number of times. Um, and it's not something that I even really think about anymore. I just get my plastic bag and just make sure that I have that. All right, so Tim said uh, compromising myself. That's that's an issue that a lot of lot of us have. Okay, we basically have this inner voice, somebody on this shoulder and somebody on this shoulder, saying various things to us, and we end up compromising ourselves. And then we were like, I should have done that, or I really could have done that. Why did I not do that? I could have done it. I could have killed it. I could have just really done a great job at whatever the the thing may have been. And, and I've had those regrets too. And one of the things that I promised myself over the last several years, about last year and a half, is no more, no more. I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to stand behind fear. I'm not going to uh, allow even my capabilities to, to stand in my way. So if there's something that I don't know and it's something that I want to do, then I'm gonna go out and find a way to do that and then go ahead and go forth with it. Again, the first step is just going ahead and putting yourself out there. So I'm really, really, really trying to encourage all of you who, who may be listening right now or may watch it later, is to just go ahead and put yourself out there because if you don't, then you'll never know if it's something that you could have done. If I hadn't stepped on that first flight and if I hadn't pulled myself back up related to you know having to have oxygen on a plane, if I just made that just have where I just stopped traveling altogether, 
then I wouldn't have been able to speak in all of these different countries. I wouldn't have been able to do missions in all of the different countries that we've done missions. I wouldn't have been able to do business uh, with a number of the international companies that we've done business with and auditing and consulting and speaking. And uh, I already mentioned missions. So, and even music, I've, I've gone and I've done uh, musical concerts in a number of countries as well. So don't let the first failure, the first failure paralyze you. Okay, so that's something that I think that I could uh, also throw in there about fear is, uh, you know, Tim mentioned compromising himself. So I would also like to say par paralyzing because sometimes we don't go where we could go in life because that very first thing paralyzes us. Okay, so please, please, please. Please step beyond that. Get over it. Do whatever you need to do to learn from that thing and don't let it paralyze you. Hey, Cecilia, good to, to see you also from Indiana. So we're talking about where are we going? Where are we going? And right now I'm on my way to Japan. I'm on my way there to do some business. But I'm also on my way to see my daughter. It's our youngest daughter. And she is uh, she's there. She moved there with her husband. So proud of her. He's in the Army. And we're going to go and see her. Now... Where are we going? Again, if anybody wants to put in, in comments uh, a, a statement or a comment related to where you're going, maybe even in business or maybe just in life. Uh, I see Tadesia, she's done some great things with education. Just really proud of her for uh, some of the certificates that she's gotten and, and then degrees and you know she's just doing it, she's doing it. And if she had let fear, if she had let some things uh, stop her from getting those degrees, then she wouldn't be where she is today. So congratulations to DC. I really appreciate it. And um, Cecilia as well. And I wanted to say to you that, you know, we did the very thing that I'm saying that we shouldn't have done. Okay. I was cleaning the office and I need to send you this paperwork. I have the paperwork from some of the inventions that we were talking about, about way back, I think in the 1990 something or whatever. And basically with that, I don't know if it was procrastination or if we just moved on, but we had some really good plans written up for, for that business. So um, procrastination, putting things off, probably cost us millions of dollars that we could have made from that particular invention. So let us just not do that again, okay? So the topic for today is where are you going in life? Where are you going? And I talked a little bit about the concepts of Napoleon Hill today. Uh, and one of the things that, that is at the forefront in the early chapters is a burning desire. Do you have a burning desire in your heart? Because if you just have a desire and it's not a burning desire, then you're going to put whatever it is off. And you know how it is when you're when you're really excited about something and you're like, oh, my gosh, I just have to do this. And you eat and sleep and breathe and drink that particular idea, then you know that that's something that you have a burning desire for. OK. And where is that? Where is that in business? Hey, Kayla, good to see you. I've been talking about you the whole time. We're on our way to Japan to see you. Uh, hugs and kisses. So burning desire. Now, when you have where there's a person who you're interested in because you want to, you know, date them, you want to marry them, you want to get with them, okay, you should have a burning desire in your heart if that's somebody actually that you want to spend the rest of your life with. The same with business, the same with your business ideas is that you need to have that burning desire so that you can spend the rest of your life or the life of that project uh, really getting into it and putting in 
the plans that you need to put in, the business plans, the marketing plans, and uh, just, you know, how are you going to bring that particular dream to fruition? And so if you don't have that, then it's not going to happen. There's a lot of luggage going, going past right now, so it's getting kind of loud. But I appreciate you all listening today because I want to help whoever I can to think about something that you have a burning desire to do. And if you don't have a burning desire related to anything, then we need to talk because I'm sure that there's something. There's one of the things that I had on Instagram. It's Sergeant K, S-E-R-G-E-A-N-T, Crystal, Sergeant Crystal. My name is K-R-Y-S-T-Y-L-L-E. One of the things I had on there was I had up the finger number one. Everybody has at least one good idea, one great idea, one impactful idea that they can uh, actually make money off of. Probably, you know, thousands, if not if not millions. We all have something, one at least one thing in our heart. So how can we have where we use that? We use that to do something impactful in the world. Because again, anything that we do and anything I talk about in Build That Biz and in Full Color Movement and in all of what I do, it's not just so that we can have the money for ourselves, but it's to do something that has impact in life. I just actually met with some of the directors and people of a water company. And I'm very, very, very extremely excited about their technology and uh, what we'll be able to do. Potentially, the two areas that we targeted were in Jamaica and potentially Ghana, where we will be able to install these water systems in order to have um, the technology there, as well as the actual water, obviously, for the people to drink. Now, with the technology, what they do is they install the systems and then they also train local people. 10s, 20s, like I'm not sure exactly how many people it takes for each water system, but they're creating jobs and they're providing fresh water in these areas. So we've been in the mountains of uh, Jamaica, up past uh, uh, Kingston, Jamaica. We've been in various regions of Ghana and, and, and other, other countries as well, but those were the two that I targeted. So when I get back to what I mentioned about fear, when I get back to, men, to what I mentioned about the burning desire, if I didn't have a desire to help people, I wouldn't have gone to meet them. And if I had had fear of just our, just out of the blue, just looking these people up and, and contacting them about their water technology, then I would not have gone to meet with them. And then they actually, when I, when I did contact them, they called me back and asked me a bunch of questions. You have to have your dates and figures and times and and all of the information related to what your concept is, you have to be able to rattle that off, you know, very eloquently. Okay, I had a call come in. So you need to be able to have all of that information in place so that you're able to say it because you may not always have a paper where you'll be able to read off of the paper what that particular idea is, okay? So they called me back. And again, there was a call that just came in right now. So you don't know when they're going to call you. And I have all these different numbers coming in. Sometimes I have them locked in my phone and sometimes I don't because they're, they're new, new business ventures or they're new contacts that I have for various things that I may be working on. So anyway, they called me back and they said that I could come in for a meeting to meet some of the regional people from various countries that were going to be there for, um, for a board meeting. So these people had flown in from all over the world for this board meeting, and they said that I could come and meet them and present my idea. Now, that would not have happened if I had fear of even getting in contact with them in the first place, okay? And uh, the project has not taken off yet. 
uh, because we're just in the original stages. They, they listened to my, my proposal. I gave them some information. And now I need to send them a more detailed proposal. So, hey, Franklin, good to see you. So one of the things I'll be working on while I'm in Japan is the more detailed proposal for this water project. And again, this is something that can impact other people. So what are you all doing? What are you all doing? What are we all doing to try to step out of our comfort zone and, and take that step to do something that can impact other people? Fresh water? Wow. We take that for granted here in the United States. But in some places... That is something that they don't have, okay? When in one of my books, my very first book, A Touch of Africa Down in My Soul, even though the picture was in black and white, you could see that the, the, the bowls of water that the children had on their head that they had collected from the river, uh, you could see that it was dingy in, in the black and white picture. So that it was, it was brown water. They were collecting, they were happy, they were smiling, and, uh, and we take that for granted. So being able to have where God gave me an idea of being able to contact this company to install fresh water systems, I'm thankful for that. And I'm not saying that it's me. I'm saying that, you know, that God gave me that idea. But I will be uh, calling on some of you all to, to help with some of what we'll be doing for some charity benefits and some other things to raise money to be able to get the water systems installed. And uh, it makes water uh, out of air. How incredible is that? And it doesn't necessarily even matter how much humidity is in the air. Uh, they're able to have the technology to do that. So I'm thankful that we're at least to the stage of coming up to the second second proposal. And then we will be able to see what we'll be able to do. They've already started putting me in touch with some other people. I got another email last night on that. So that was just kind of like one of the, the more recent things that I'm working on that, again, has to do with that fear factor. And it has to do with the burning desire. It has to do with, you know, what are we doing for others? And in the Think and Grow Rich book, that's, again, a lot of what it's about. It says that you need to find something to do where you can do something for somebody that where they, they can't pay you back or they have no way of paying you back. And so... Some people, when I continue to talk about that particular book, thinks, thinks, you know, they may think that it's about being rich and some people have made some comments, but that's not what it's about at all. It's, it's a complete life philosophy and a lot of it is actually based on uh, biblical principles. Let me try to say that again, biblical principles. So I encourage you to pick that up. It's by Napoleon Hill. There's all different types and, and shapes and uh, all different versions of the book. Um, there's Think and Grow Rich for Women by Sharon Lecter. Uh, you should get that. But initially, I want you to get the original book, Think and Grow Rich, and it's by Napoleon Hill, written in 1937. And um, there's just a lot of really great philosophies in there. And then there's there was even a section on faith and having faith in yourself and having faith in what it is that you believe that you can do. Uh, an, again, a number of great, great philosophies to be able to live by. So I want to talk about one of the other ones that talks about specialized knowledge. Now, um, again, as some of you may know, there's a number of things that I do. There's a lot of things that I research. I'm always reading. I'm always looking at documentaries uh, and YouTube videos. There's a lot of YouTube videos that, that have uh, great information because it's actually straight from the author or straight from whatever the organization is. And then there's audiobooks. If you're not able to read the book, hey, Jason, good to see you. Uh, if you're not able to, to read, uh, sit down and read, audiobooks are great. I don't know how many of you actually listen to those, maybe in your car. You can maybe leave a comment and let me know if you're in the audiobook game. 
But I tell you, it's a way to get through a lot of great information because books that are maybe maybe about this thick, I'm not sure how many pages that is, if that's like two, three hundred pages, uh, it may take maybe four to six hours to actually listen to the audiobook. Uh, but you're in your car, how long? Like we're all in our car for a lot of different reasons. And so uh, even if you're not in your car, I'm about to have surgery potentially when I get back uh, on my shoulder. It'll be the third surgery on my shoulder. And um, when I'm off, when I'm home, maybe some of you guys can come by and uh, visit with me or give me a call. Hey, Brenda, good to see you. Uh, but I'll be off and I'll be listening to some audiobooks and I'll be uh, just continuing to fill my mind with knowledge. And you always need to be in the learning mode, okay? So in that book, it talks about specialized knowledge, uh, but part of that is what I feel is important is in anything that you do, you need to make sure that you're, you're also doing research. Thank you, Cecilia, for the comment about audiobooks. Yeah, especially while driving, right? Really great to do. And um, so any knowledge that we have, it's not where we have all the knowledge and, and expertise in that particular area. So you always should be in learning mode where you're trying to get more information about the various angles that could be taken related to that particular subject. So let, let's just park right there for a minute. Let me say that again, that no matter what it is that we know, we always can know more about it. So make sure that you look at all of the different angles related to whatever it is that you're, that is your specialty because I can guarantee you there's more information out there. There's people writing books left and right and then you can write a book too about that particular thing. I'm in the midst of writing several different books right now and still have the, the book launched for Flint Out Loud, okay? So find a mentor or find a person who's an expert in that particular thing that it is that you feel that you have specialized knowledge in and find a way to contact them. Contact them and maybe ask them some questions or interview them. You don't necessarily have to have a radio show in order to interview somebody, but you could just let them know what it is that you're trying to do. Uh, and uh, it could be something that could be a benefit maybe for, for both of you. Now, sometimes it doesn't work when you're trying to contact people, but sometimes it does. And, and I do it all the time. So if it's something that is, is a fear factor for you, like we started out the show talking about fear, then please, please, please don't let that be something that stops you. And so what? So what if like your very first time that you contact somebody, it goes horribly? Um, that's not horrible because you were able to learn something from that. And then you can use it to, to <laughs> excuse me, to do better when you contact uh, the next person. Or it could be that you even contact them back again. I had a meeting uh, with a movie producer about some one of the, the books that I had written. One of my friends was real excited about the book and um, about several of the books, the Celebrate the Things That Make Us One, as well as A Touch of Africa Down in My Soul. And she felt that it would make a really great movie. And so she knew a movie producer. And so I, when I was out there for business, I, um, she set up for me to meet him. So I went and had the meeting to talk about my books. Now, did it turn into this big, you know, full feature film? No, it did not. It actually turned into where he said that, uh, the way that I had written the book, uh, was, was not necessarily how those types of books need to be written for the ones that get turned into films. Now, <clears throat> that was not the reason why I wrote the books. But he was just saying that uh, if he was going to do anything with it, it would need to be written in a different way. So 
once I write one using the pattern that he said that I should use, then if that book particular book takes off using the pattern that he said I should use, then I could uh, come back and see him again. So there it was not where the door was completely closed. He gave me some information. We had a really great talk and uh, he left the door open that I would be able to come back and see him again. So would you call that a failure? Would you call that something that I should have been fearful of doing? Um, yeah, I've never met with, you know, that type of Hollywood movie producer before, but I was real geeked and pumped, you know, and ready to go and meet him. So I really appreciate that opportunity. And then also him leaving the door open that I would be able to come and speak with him again uh, at a later time. So, um, again, he was a person who had specialized knowledge, obviously, in the movie industry, and I was able to gain some information. So part of what I'm saying is that you always need to be in research mode. You always need to be in learning mode. You always need to have where you're seeking out wise counsel, seeking out wise counsel, seeking out people who are already doing what it is that you want to do, seeking out people that you can partner with in order to do what it is that you need to do. We got a luggage rack going by right here, here at LAX on the way to Japan to do some surveys and some training as well as um, the main thing is to deliver these dogs to my daughter and to see her. I haven't seen her in forever, her and her husband, really excited to see them. So we're talking about specialized knowledge, okay? So seek out people. And part of what I'm talking about is related to seeking out people is one of the things that we're doing right now is, is opening up uh, for people to join our mastermind. The Eagles Soar Mastermind. Eagles Soar Mastermind. So when you're seeking out people that can help and when you're seeking out people that you can partner with, you're seeking out people that can give you wise counsel. There's a 360 method that we use because there should be people that you can help, okay, to bring up to whatever level that, that you may be at uh, and then people that you can partner with as well as then people that can mentor you. And so when you have all of those people surrounding you in your life, then it's something that will help you to do so much better to make your dreams and your goals come true. So uh, I've been very fortunate to meet some awful, uh, awesome, awesome, awesome and amazing people throughout my whole life. Uh, CEOs, uh, just, you know, regular down the home people, um, people that, you know, work as uh, administrators and, and janitors and, and, you know, all different kinds of people and millionaires and even, you know, have now met, you know, a couple billionaires. And um, I tell you, it, it's very humbling, all of the different lessons that you can learn from all of the people in your life, if, if you really try to look at it as an actual lesson. And uh, that's one of the things I actually talk about in the book, Flint Out Loud. It's 11 lessons of strategy, leadership, and success. Uh, we're working on the second print of it now, and that second print will be uh, on Amazon so that you can pick it up and buy one for, for a friend too. I'll let you know when the launch date is so that we can have everybody buy some on that particular launch date and, and get it up to the, the bestseller uh, ranking on that first day. So I'll give you more information on that. But I'm just saying that strategy, leadership, and success, you can learn from anybody, anybody, even people that you don't like. Um, there's a strategy that people have used related to business. There's strategies that parents use to raise their children. I talk about that in my book. But I mean, did my parents call it strategy? No, they didn't call it strategy. 
um, but that was what it was. And then strategy, leadership, and success. They were leaders. They were leaders in the community. They were leaders in the church. Um, we were leaders on our block, helping uh, the students and the boys and girls and, and single single moms uh, with their boys. My dad did, and we took everybody fishing and camping, and and uh, there was a lot of counseling that went on with my parents as well as my grandparents growing up. So there was a lot of leadership that was shown uh, in my family uh, when I was when I was young, and then then success. Now. Success does not always mean that everything that happened was positive. Success also means that uh, you are able to apply a life lesson. You're able to apply a life lesson based on uh, what has transpired. So please keep in mind that anything and everything that you do in life is actually a success. I'll say that again. Anything and everything that you do in life is a success. Whether it's something that comes out where, where you quote unquote think that it's right or not. Um, and then you claim it as a success, or if it's something that just went, in your mind, it just went awful, where uh, you can then apply a life lesson and do better the next time, I call that a success. So anything and everything that happens to us or that we allow to happen or that we make happen in life can be counted as a success. So uh, as we come to uh, the last few minutes here, the last 20 minutes or so, you know, if there are any comments related to where you have had where you thought something just really went bad and then you were able to make a life lesson out of it, if you can just give me a thumbs up or just some kind of comment to say, you know, yes, you, you agree that you can use that philosophy. We want to have where people are taking the positives out of everything, okay? Not saying that you're not going to cry. It's not saying that you're not going to maybe have a little pity party or feel bad for yourself or, or be angry. Uh, at yourself or maybe other people, if there were other people involved, but it is where we know, we know that uh, even from a biblical perspective, all things work together for good for those who love uh, love God and are called according to his purpose. And so we all have a purpose. We were all placed in this world for a purpose, okay? And if we let fear, where I keep going back to that, if we let fear cause us not to fulfill our purpose, then then shame on us. And if we let fear uh, cause us not to go where we need to be going, because that's the title of the show, I'm at LAX on my way to Japan, uh, that's where I'm going, where are you going, then, then shame on us, like I said. Because there's so much that can happen if we just open our mouth and if we just uh, try to, to hone our message, if we try to do our best, and if we just make those make those navigational changes along the way. <clears throat> Some of those navigational changes sometimes have to do with the people that are in our lives, okay? So we may need to navigate from one group of people to another group of people. We may need to navigate our mindset from having um, a mindset that is, is a defeated mindset to one that tries to use everything and does use everything as a positive, okay? And so uh, Cecilia said, love your tenacity, not uh, being disturbed by background noise. Uh, you go, girl. Oh, thank you. Stay focused is key. Yes. Staying focused is key. Um, and so I want to talk about focus. 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 <laughs> so why is it 
that sometimes it's just easy to do what I call the shiny, the shiny syndrome, where, you know, just the next best thing or the thing that we think is the next best thing comes up and then we use lose our focus. So again, in Think and Grow Rich, they, it, it talks about focus. I'm telling you, if you have not read the book, you really need to read the book, okay? Um, so when we talk about focus, what are some things that, that takes a, take us off of our focus, okay? So I would think that uh, obviously life circumstances, you know, if we have children, if we have jobs and, and not where that job is actually our life, our, our life focus, our life purpose is what I'm trying to say. Um, we're just focused on that job and just making things happen for somebody else. So if you are in a job, that, that means that it's not necessarily, you know, your, where you're fulfilling your life's purpose. So still do that job so that you can make the money that you need to make to put into uh, your business and then something that can be systematized so that then you can sell that and then you have income coming in because of something that is systematized. I know that was like probably really quick, but what I'm saying is don't let a job just take over your life, okay? And that was what was happening to me. I was so focused on, on servicing all of these medical device clients and all of my, my clients that I took the focus off of my business and I took the focus off systematizing my business so that... I could be getting, you know, reoccurring uh, revenue from that because other people would be able to develop these models. And so for the last several years, that's part of what I've been working on, as well as helping other people to start their businesses as well. And um, that particular part of what I'm doing in BuildThatBiz.com is, is going very well. I just worked on a... Um, a very detailed business plan for someone uh, who is launching a different part of their business and that particular plan you know it has millions of dollars associated with uh, the potential earnings as well as you know the costs but the potential earnings and then the number of people that it will be able to uh, impact is just incredible so I'm really looking forward to to seeing the the next step in this particular plan that it praying that it gets accepted and that the funding comes based on this particular plan for that client. But what I'm, I'm the point there, when we talk about focus and we talk about your burning desire, when we talk about all the things wrapped up together, because I'm not on different subjects, I'm all on the same subject, which is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, 1937. You should get the book. So I'm talking about Focusing on the thing that is in your heart, in your mind and in your heart, that is you. The thing that is you. So if we're so busy working for someone else, that's where I was. If we're so busy working for someone else and fulfilling their dreams and putting money in their pocket, as opposed to fulfilling the dream that is that one thing that has been placed in us that we can do to help this world and impact millions, then... Um, we're really letting the world down. We're letting our family and friends down. We're, we're, letting, we're letting God down because he put us all here to fulfill a specific purpose in, in the body. So uh, if you need encouragement, if you need a business plan, if you need to just bounce some ideas off of someone, please, please, please feel free to contact me. Um, my information is, is everywhere. This is, will be on Facebook Live. This will also be on Soaring with Eagles. 
Uh, I think we're up to 29 countries now. So uh, you can contact me in various ways, whether it's on Facebook. My email address is g3qara at gmail.com. You can contact me there or you can even call me 480-227-9743 and we can talk about your business. Uh, One of the people, excuse me, two of the people, two of the people that I've seen on here are people that we've talked about their business uh, and then uh, it's called kind of falling away and so we need to get back to getting those particular business plans up and running and get the funding so that they can get those ideas launched and start making money and having impact and then using that money and that impact to have a give back model okay all t- all the time all the time the different things I talk about are related to having that give back model so let's see about another section of of the book um, there's so many just great sections I'm gonna maybe just talk about one from Sharon Lecter which is one big life so in her book Think and Grow Rich for Women, which is another one I mentioned that you should get. Uh, she has added a section at the end called One Big Life. And when she signed my book, uh, she even put that, here's to One Big Life. So I just want to take a little spin on that for a moment and, and ask you, you know, are you living a big life? Are you living the life that, are you living the life that uh, can help us to, to live bigger and have a bigger impact? Are you living a life that really just goes beyond your beyond? Uh, one of the things that I do when I talk to people about their business plans is we we go over and we write down what it is that they want to do, okay? And then we say, okay, well, what would be beyond that? Uh, what would be like, you know, one step or two or even 10 steps that you would think that would be beyond that? Like something that you which is like your wildest dreams related to that particular idea. And then they get all excited and they write that down. And then I ask them to do it again. Like what is even beyond that? Because sometimes we just think too small. I had one person <clears throat> that was thinking about, you know, they really wanted to do this particular thing. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want them to, to know. I don't want to, to throw them out there kind of thing. But they wanted to do this one particular thing. And the vision was here. When we did that, the vision went here, and then when we did it again, it just exploded because they never thought in their mind that they would be able to do all of those things necessarily, or that would be for somebody else that was like maybe going, somebody who was further along in their career than they were. But if you don't dream it, if you never visualize that, then you never have a big enough goal to even shoot for it. You don't necessarily make your goal something that you know you can shoot for. It's something that has to just blow your mind like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, if I can do this, this will just be like beyond my wildest dreams. And um, I can have, you know, like really great impact with that. And wow, with that money that I would get from that, I could help so many people. And that would just be amazing. And it should be something that kind of even puts some fear in your heart where you're like, oh, this is kind of scary to be able to to do that, if I was to do that, it would be just beyond anything that I could ever think or do. And so if it's not something that kind of does that to you, just makes you makes you just feel all up in arms about it, then it's probably not a big enough goal, okay? And I'm not trying to poo-poo on anybody's goals because, you know, I've, I've done the same thing. Um, but everybody knows I, I dream big. And so I just want to, to help all of us to have that same mindset 
if it's something that it is where you, you really feel that you, you can just take it to the next level. When I have, uh, I do assemblies, school assemblies for, for elementary schools, junior high, high schools, uh, related to various topics. And the name of that program is uh, Big Dreams in Action. Big dreams in action. So I'm trying to teach, you know, at that level for for children, youth, young adults to have big dreams and to put them in action. And the same thing with adults. We need to start putting our dreams into action. It's not too late. It's never too late. Uh, one of my friends uh, at one of the conferences, you have to bid for some things and, and she outbid me. And I think she's like in her 70s or whatever. I'm like, why did you bid on that? Like, I really wanted, you know, to win that thing. And uh, but I had just talked to her about saying that it's not too late and you need to put your dreams into action. And so she did, you know, to be able to launch some of the things that she wanted to. So if she can do that, you know, in her 70s, you know, we can we can all do that. I'm in my 50s. Some of you are in your 40s, 30s, 20s. OK. It's not too late. It's not too late. And uh, one of the things that is another concept, we're just basically going over a number of concepts today, is comparing. How many of us have compared ourselves to somebody else and then we're like, well, I'm not as far along as they are, or wow, they really have it all together. Uh, he's a great speaker, or they have all these connections, they know all these people, and that's why they're where they are. But there was a post that I saw the other day that, you know, everybody started at zero followers. Everybody started at, at zero uh, in in some of the things that they that, that they have done in their lives. Now, some people do have an advantage because they come from families that have money. And so from that regard, they may not start at zero financially. But um, the thing with that, too, is so what? So what? Don't compare yourself to them. Something just flew by on my lip. Sorry. I'm outside. I think it was a bug or something. Don't compare yourself to them. Only compare yourself to you and do the best that you can do and be the best you because the best you is what the world needs because we all have gifts and talents that, that can, we can use that can uh, affect someone else's life and to help them. And I hope that there were some portions of this, this video today, this Facebook Live, that gave you some nuggets to be able to, to take and to, to do better in your own life and then to be able to take those and maybe even share it with somebody else so that they can do better. Because what a world this would be if you know if we all join together as opposed to just all trying to just step up over one another, which is kind of, it's called the crab mentality. Whichever crab, um, whichever crab goes the highest is the one that's going to get out of the bucket. So, um, I want to uh, just encourage you all to work together. Sometimes we as females have that issue of working together, and I just want to say no more to that. We need to join together and make these things happen, make business happen, okay? And the last thing I want to say is I want to make sure that we're celebrating one another because the, the main thing is called celebrate the things that make us one. So we have to make sure that we're doing that in everything that we do, we're celebrating each other and um, encouraging one another. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and get ready to go because uh, I don't want to miss my flight because I'm trying to do this video. But I appreciate you all being on. And please share this. There's a number of concepts related to Napoleon Hill that um, were covered today. 
if you get the book, um, maybe you can just check that off, you know, check off the different ones to see how many we made it through today. And we'll continue to we'll continue to do that from time to time just so that uh, those concepts can get out there. If you are in an area where the conference will be, uh, they're going to be in Dallas, they're going to be in some other places in the United States, uh, Sacramento, I believe, and some other places, and then they're going overseas starting in uh, starting in 2020 is when they take the tour overseas. So look up Think and Grow Rich Legacy World Tour. Think and Grow Rich Legacy World Tour and, and, and make your way there. $150, you know, for a general ticket. Um, just do whatever you can do to make it there. Get some of these concepts. Get connected with these people and uh, make your dreams happen. And if you're not feeling that, you know, you're on that level yet, you are. But if you want to go ahead and give me a call, like I said, this is part of what I do as, as a business is to help people get their businesses launched and their dreams fulfilled. And I appreciate you all being on today and uh, love you guys. Uh, pray for traveling grace for us because we're on our way to Tokyo and then Okinawa. All right. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world. all Voice America listeners, hosts, employees, families, and friends. We're super excited about our Voice America Community Service Day to be held on September 7th. Let's join together with Full Color Movement Internationals, Give Hope Luncheon for the Homeless and Families in Need. Join us at the gym at 2320 North 7th Street in Phoenix from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come volunteer and bring packaged foods for 300 people. We need snack bags, socks, shorts, and backpacks for size small to 5X. Let's do our part to make someone's day a little brighter with our smiles, songs, poems, and some games. Soaring with Eagles radio show host Crystal Richardson will be celebrating September birthdays that day, so let's join her nonprofit and help raise $30,000 for a van and scholarships for at-risk youth. Don't miss this opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of those that need it most. For more information on our service day or to donate, contact Crystal Richardson at www.fullcolormovement.com or go to Soaring with Eagles on the Voice America Empowerment page today.